Hey, this is Doug Benson, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour? That's always great when somebody does a bumper where they act like they're not aware of the show. My life... Oh, hello, and welcome to a special edition of Mad Scientist Party Hour. The Firing 2 Electric Poobaloo. Yeah, long time no see, everybody. What's up? I know we just dropped an episode yesterday, but uh, as you may have heard, there's been uh, some developments recently. So... We got together, myself, Jeff, Shuddy Boy, we congregated here to drop another episode, just real quick, get everybody up to speed, let everybody know what's going on. So uh, I have been fired for the second time in two years, which, boy, as a 40-year-old man, that sure feels great. Um, I don't even know where to jump in. Like, I'm so tense about this. Like, I told you before we started to record, I'm ready to go to war. Like, I'm I'm very tense and agitated. Well, shuddy boy. I, for you. I know you've always got my back. I always appreciate it. But you can lay the musket down. You know? We're not here to necessarily go into motherfuck mode. Not going scorched earth. I am. However, going to speak freely, and I mean, some shit might uh, come out as, that might not make some people happy. As but, the other parties were able to get their side out freely, you should be able to get your side, our side, out freely. Yeah, and that's what's going to happen. So, I got a text Monday from Jason Ellis saying, uh, we need to talk in person when can I come by? I'll come to you. And I was like, all right, well, I'm doing stand-up with Dustin tonight in Torrance, but I don't know. I can see if I can go on early and then just peace right out. I was like, is everything all right? And he goes, not really. So at that point, I already knew. Like, I, t- I, went, I turned to Carl, and I was like, I'm, I'm getting fired. She's like, no, you're not. How do you know that? And I was like, well, I've definitely been called and screamed at i've definitely walked into work and been ambushed and screamed at so this is this is new like an in-person we have to talk means i'm done for like i i just knew it and she was like why would you be done for and i was like well listenership is plummeting uh our patreon has been hemorrhaging listeners since day one and Jason says on the show a lot. He brings up money problems. So I was like, if I was a gambling man, I would say I'm getting fired so they can take my cut of the show. And that ended up being 100% on the nose. I, I was you know, stressing out. I dropped a, a few little cryptic hints in the show yesterday. And uh, it was... It was tough. Yesterday, I I was not happy with my performance on the show. I was definitely fucking distracted. And this was gnawing at the back of my head. It's like, that really, uh, you know, improves your day when you get a text like that. And then you're like, oh, great. Now I have to wait until fucking eight o'clock at night when I know there's a loaded gun pointed at the back of my head. So it was tough to do the show, not address it, and just carry on with business as usual. Um, You know, I was going to do stand up with Dustin and. Pablo Francisco last night and I just couldn't I couldn't think straight. I couldn't focus. I was I was too scattered. I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I gotta fucking I know what's coming down the pike. I gotta I can't You told Dustin? Yeah. I was like, I can't I can't perform like this. I'm fucking I'm thrashed. Like barely made it through yesterday's show and Patreon show. Well so, it didn't show yesterday, I don't think. No, I I think you did I feel a great like I, job of being the glue that held this shit show together. <laughs> well, thank you, but I felt uh, I was not happy with my performance. But whatever, it happens. 
you know, doing the show for dates. 12 years. They're not all home runs, and it's not for trying, you know. Anytime I put out a show and I'm like, fuck, I could have been better on that. It eats at me for a whole week. Anyway, whatever. So Jason and Tully come over to my place, and I'm just like, all right, well, let's get this over with. I know it's coming. And they're just like, yeah, I can't afford you anymore. I'm broke. The show is tanking. And can't live with you getting your cut of the show. And I was like, okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, explain. So I guess with the new network that the Jason Ellis show is on, the deal is now that they get 35% of the revenue and... This is just what I was told. I'm having a hard time wrapping around my head around it, but apparently it's going to also cost $5,000 per episode. So on top of the 35%, 5000 addition additional dollars every episode. So if you do one a week, four a month, $20,000 a month? I mean, I had no say in that. Like, like everything that happens with the show, perpetually kept in the dark. I learn big show news the same time the listeners do when Jason tweets it out. There's there's no like, hey, what should we do? Uh, are you guys on board with this? It's always like, this is what's happening. It's already done. And, you know, I find out when you find out. And it's just, I, I didn't fucking make that deal. That seems like uh, if you're trying to make money, that seems like the opposite of that. That is going to do the opposite for you than make money. It seems almost similar to the reason we didn't stay with Laugh Button. Yeah. They wanted they money wanted for nothing. Hey, yeah. I'm like, Just- well, no, that's not happening. And no, you're not getting a cut of our fucking Patreon. Are you nuts? We built this without you. We put all that content up on our own. We don't need an editor. We don't need any of that shit. We do all that in-house. So fuck you. I'm not getting a cut of what we built. And, like, it's fine. I get it. Like, sure, Tully's sticking around. I'm gone. And I'll be 100% honest with you. I can't find any fault in that logic. When it's broken down logically into dollars and cents, it makes sense. Sure. Like, it, 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 it's reasonable. It's the way that it's being portrayed and put out there that I take exception with. Yeah, and anybody who's been listening to the show for long enough knows there used to be a lot of people involved with the show and a lot of people in the orbit. And over time, one by one, they all get fucking whittled away. They all get used up, chucked to the side, or just treated like shit for so long that they're just like fuck this i'm out of here and it's now the now the blame falls on me so i'm too expensive to keep around the thing that i take the biggest exception with is when i was told you don't really bring anything to the table and you're not really pulling your weight which is absolutely fucking mind-blowing I'm not pulling my weight. Really? Like you just show up and you sit in the studio and then you leave. I mean, I I come up with, like, I do the droopy all the time. I write all the droopy stuff. I had characters. It's just, I can't, I I can only do what I can. I I have the tiniest bit of, like, zero control in that show. I can say, hey, we can do this, we can do that, but whatever ends up happening on the show, it's not my show. Like, there's no meetings beforehand being like, okay, here's what we're going to discuss. It's kind of just a free-for-all. And we were on a network that wasn't really doing much for us. They take, but they didn't really give. Uh, they talked all this shit. We're going to promote you guys. We'll get you guests. We'll do cross-promotion. We'll get you guys blasted on other shows. Fucking none of that. I was the one pushing back on the shit that they were talking about. I was looking at our YouTube page. Like, I, I kept up with YouTube. 
I looked at the comments. I saw the stuff everybody bitched about. I was right there with you. But when you're kind of like the jester on the show, anytime you try to chime in with anything serious or contribute ideas, like business-wise, like, hey, maybe the time these shows are getting released and the way they're, they're labeled on YouTube isn't doing much for us. It seems kind of dumb. If I look at all the big shows, it'll be like Tiger Belly, episode blah, 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 the title. And a lot of times, if they have a guest, a guest of, of note, it's their name. We had Aaron Carter on the show, and they fucking titled the episode like, oh, getting dropped from gut punches. This is so crazy. And all this shit. And then it was like, Aaron Carter thinks he's Haitian or something. It's like, how the fuck? Anytime you're scrolling through YouTube, when there's like a ramble run-on sentence like that, you don't even see Aaron Carter's name in it. It was like A-A-R and then dot, 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 dot. Like all this stuff that was just like, Why no would you bury duh. that lead? I don't know, but I always raised my voice and I was like, I don't think this is working. I don't think this is going to work out for us. I don't think this is the right way to do it. They were like, hey, having guests on, not really moving the needle. You guys don't have to worry about guests. You shouldn't have guests on. That is the complete opposite of what you're supposed to be fucking doing. Anytime we had a guest, granted before the show completely ran out of steam, it did always boost the numbers. But like, the show was so goddamn far away... Tough to convince people to drive down there. And it was just, we've rarely had guests. And every now and then, got somebody worthwhile. But, like, when you have Carrie Hart on the show and you get, like, 6,000 views on YouTube, that's when you know, like, all right, something's going wrong here. And I said it last night when I got the axe. I was like, okay, so you guys are axing me. Like, you flew this plane into the side of a mountain and now you have to kill me so you can eat my corpse then what like losing me on the show is that going to get new listeners or make you guys lose listeners and Tully even admitted no we're gonna we're gonna lose listeners I was like what what happened when raw dog left the show he got treated like shit bullied on air had enough left and people were like yeah I agree with him fuck this it's bullshit the way this guy got treated and that cut a lot of listeners off the show and I was like, how do you see this, this happening? You cut me. You think people are going to be pumped on this or upset? Upset. Okay, so how is this saving the show? Like, what happens if this doesn't work? And Tully was like, well, I guess I'm gone and the show's over. And I was like, okay, so you guys are bummed out. The show is losing listeners. It's losing Patreon subscribers. You've already acknowledged that losing me is going to make the show take another hit. How does that work in your favor. And Jason was like, well, we have, we just rebuild. Oh, so now, now you rebuild. Now that I'm fucking gone, now's the time to rebuild. (laughs) I don't see that playing out well. I don't see the logic in that. I'm just, I know I sound bitter. And I'm not really trying to. I'm just trying to give my side, especially after I got fucking painted as lazy and bringing nothing to the table. Like, I feel like that's how it's always been at the show. Anytime something's going wrong, or even if things are going right, there always has to be this self-torpedo, this, like, paranoia that everybody's out to get them. And, like, all these things that are happening, they, they couldn't possibly be my fault, so they're all your faults. There's like, uh, always got to be a scapegoat. Andrew, who used to be the producer of the show, who was, like, the most organized, together, like, on top of his ship person we've ever had. The ship has never run so smoothly. All of a sudden, it was like, oh, that guy's a conspirator trying to sabotage the show from the inside. No! No! It's not the case! It couldn't be any further from the case. But, yeah, he got chased away. So many people came and went on that show. And now, since there's only a couple people left, uh, who do I blame? Who's the lowest on the totem pole? Ah, Kevin's fault. Fire him. That'll solve all the problems. At some point, you have to fucking take a look inside and see where the problem's coming from. 
I could be wrong. I'm biased. I know this, but I have a, I have a feeling it's not my fault. I have a feeling firing me is not fixing things. And just in time for the holidays, this fucking rules, because as everybody knows, right around Thanksgiving and Christmas is when the companies do the majority of their hiring. Well, I think we could say one thing for sure is that it is not Jason Ellis's fault that Jason Ellis show is failing. So it's just I don't know who's I don't know who's it could be. I know he's trying to figure it out, but it's definitely not Jason Ellis's fault. The no, Jason that's Ellis show is failing. And man, of course, of course, I had like my commute down there during rush hour to do the show was like a three hour daily commute. And today is the first day of the show broadcasting out of Studio City, less than two miles from me. My commute would have gone from three hours a day to less than 15 15 minutes. Yeah, you could have walked there. Yeah. Just, man, and the fuck, like, I don't bring anything to the table. Man, I, I went to the fucking emergency room. For the Patreon. Like, and I keep a look on things. I keep a look at our subscribers. I keep an eye on the YouTube counts. I keep an eye on the number of subscribers we have. I don't have access to the actual Patreon, but I can look at it from the outside and see the numbers. And after this whole thing happened with my thumb, there was a big boost. We actually saw, like, a nice chunk of people hop on. And, elf. I mean, of course... I, I saw a net loss that month because of all the fucking hospital bills and doctor bills I had to pay for this goddamn thing. So somehow I still ended up losing. Shocker. But yeah, this is... Uh, if it was just like, hey, we fucked up. Everything's been mismanaged. A s- string of bad decisions one after the next... And yeah, you're you're the bottom you're the bottom rung. So you're cut. Sure. But then to just fucking talk out of the other side of your mouth like there was a there was a show on Patreon today and I got updates from tons of people that listened and it real quick went to yeah, Kevin doesn't do shit. He doesn't bring anything to the show. And it's like, "No. No, you don't get to fucking do that. That is bullshit." Yeah, if it was just presented in a logic, the logical way that it's really happening, it would be a completely different story. Just, what are you going to say, Jeff? It's just like if if he if he levels with the listeners, if he were to to like really get down to like the nuts and bolts of the situation, it ultimately he ends up looking terrible. That's there's no way he doesn't. Either he looks like a failure or he looks like a scumbag and or both, you know? So I, and I was saying this to you when we talked about it privately and I even mentioned it to you, Kevin, when we discussed it on Fortnite, I was like, I, I could see him bad mouthing you and you actually like gave him the benefit of the doubt. Like, no, I think he'll keep it straight and just be like, you know, we, you know, it was a cost thing and I couldn't afford Kevin. And I was like, I hope it doesn't go or I hope it goes that way. But I just had, the feeling that he was going to badmouth you because it's like he he's not going to admit publicly that his show is un, not success, successful. He's not going to admit publicly that instead of taking account of, or instead of taking accountability, he's going to take a pay cut and help or with you guys rebuild the show or, 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 or re, uh, look at some things and, and try to improve some things like the easiest way for him to save face, keep, his lifestyle going and the Ellis show going is like, Oh, Kevin sabotaged the whole thing. That's why it's fired. Yeah. That's the easiest way, you know, for him to yeah keep money and save face. And that's obviously like, that's the most important thing for most people. And evidently the most important thing for him by, by a while, by a lot. So it sucks, man. I don't know. Like I, I feel for you. I, I, I feel for you. Um, I know what it's like to be fired, obviously. It sucks. Um, and to the listeners, it's like, I don't want, I was saying this, Shuddy, I don't want any of them to think like, 
this is, I, I don't know how, how you're going to handle it or how, how Ellis is going to handle it moving forward. But it's like, I, you know, I just want everyone to have fun when they come to MSPH, right? Like, that's it. It's like, don't feel like you have to unsubscribe to Tully or unsubscribe to Ellis to hang out with us. Like, that's not, yeah, that, that, that's not the message, right? Like, that's yeah. not what I want the message to be. No, no. It's and like, I, I know I'm saying, I'm talking some shit here and it sounds like I'm talking shit. I'm just trying yeah. to lay it all out there, you know? Like I'm already gone, so fuck it. But that's 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 why, and I'm I'm glad you guys were able to fit this in because this was you know unscheduled. But I wanted to put this episode out. Still doing a show on Monday, and that's it. After this show, moving on, we're back to fun games. Uh, that's what that's what I like about doing a show. I like keeping it fucking lighthearted. I like covering a lot of topics. I have ADD. So if something's dragging on, I get bored quick. And if I'm bored, I imagine the listeners are bored. So that's kind of why I want to keep a nice mishmash of things to go on the show. And this show's not, I'm not like a scorned lover. I'm not going to be motherfucking these guys. I'm not going to, it's not going to be a constant topic on the show. I'm not retweeting people that send me screenshots of them canceling the Patreon. Like, and I'm not going to badmouth these guys other than, you know, the facts that aren't all that flattering that I'm saying right now. But that's it. I just want to do this one special episode, let you guys know what's up. I mean, I'll be fine. This has been the fucking worst year of my life. I lost my grandpa. I lost my dad. This is nothing. I can well, fucking I do mean, this I'm standing glad you on my feel head. That way, because we're going to be talking about it in, again in four or five months when we get to the voicemails. Ah. <laughs> fuck that's a good point Shuddy. Like, like, like you keep saying this is the one time we're gonna talk about it but there's a couple months down the line that there are gonna be a couple of voicemails yeah and we'll, we'll just skip over them I'll, you know I'll, I'll thank i'll thank whoever's calling for their support and we'll get on with it but like i don't know man i've it's been a weird fucking life man this has been a very very strange 40 years and it keeps getting stranger and weirder and i've I've had my ups, I've had my downs, I've been kicked in the dick, I've been in the dirt. I'm not worried. I'll find something. I'm hard working, I'm dedicated. I feel Listen. like I, I feel like I got some talent, I got stuff to offer. I'm not fucking going anywhere. And this isn't going to slow me down a bit. Time for us to take over the fucking world. I just want to like fucking be at the Starbucks and Studio City when you guys run into each other. It's going to be the most <laughs> awkward thing ever. Yeah, for real. Maybe <laughs> I, I should... What are you I doing? Should... I'm doing the Jason L show. What are you doing? Oh, Mad Scientist Party Hour. Oh, cool. All right. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I should send out a text and be like, neighbors. all right, who wants to claim Trader Joe's? Who wants to claim Ralph's? <laughs> <laughs> for real, dude. They're just like a, a fucking like Google sheet where you guys fill out a schedule. Like, all right, I'll be in the right side or the east side of Studio City today. You stay out of there, motherfucker. Like, I'm, I, I have no ill will toward those guys. It's not like they, like Tully and Jason both showed up here last night to let me know in person. They didn't fucking tap dance on my grave. I legitimately believed that they were bummed to see me go and didn't want it to happen this way. Um, and I don't wish anything bad for those guys. I'm I'm grateful for the experience. I've been with that show for, you know, eleven years or so. Like in those eleven years, I've done some of the fucking coolest shit I could ever imagine. If it wasn't for Jason, I never would have gotten that kick in the ass I needed to start doing stand up. You know, I I fucking boxed an internet troll. I did a pro wrestling match. I got to DJ on a goddamn punk channel on the radio. Uh, you got to open for Everlast. Yeah. I got to perform Hate Beat. And that's another thing that sucks. Man, I'm so bummed that I'm not going to be at Ellis Mania. Like, the final Ellis Mania. And it's just going to be like the whittled down show. And I was looking forward to see, like, I don't know, if we're not, if the show wasn't doing any more Ellis Manias like the plan was, that's the, the only time you really get to see a lot of the, the people in Ellis Fam. And it was always a good time hanging out with them. I always look forward to getting wasted at the bar and hanging with those crazy fucks and, it sucks that I don't get to go this year. I think you were actually at the last Ellis Mania, so that's cool. 
Prediction. Uh, Sounds like we just need to start planning PumanatiCon. Shuddy boy. I know you get very excited at things like this, but let's let's be realistic here. We're not doing fucking PoopCon. Why not? How do if we get fifteen people to meet us somewhere at a hotel and party for a weekend, it'd be worth it. Wouldn't be maybe Ellis Mania big, but I bet you we could get we could get some ride or dies someplace wacky. All right, Shuddy boy. We'll we'll table that for later. I just don't get how you like how do you sell a show and like an event with three people and then like just try to move forward with only two and be like, yeah, no, it was the other guy's fault. Uh, the show isn't that good, but it's going to be better. Like, it's just like, it's just, I don't know. It's just ridiculous logic. And I like your, your, uh, I don't know, grounded and like humble perspective for all of this. Like that's, that's awesome, dude. Um, I am rooting for his demise though. <laughs> I'll say that. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. I, the guy pisses me off. I, I find the whole thing annoying. And I, it's not even his demise. That's not what I'm rooting for. I just want to be a fly on the wall for his first job interview. I want to see that. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to be witness to that. Because eventually, like, he's going to have to join the working force. It's like, all right, what are you, what are your skills? What I don't know. You? I've, I, it's just, I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around how, like, He's got the podcast, the Patreon, show with Tony Hawk, ownership in Liquid Death, ownership in like a deodorant company, gets all the all the, the proceeds from Wolf Knives for all like the merch and Wolf Knife packages and Wolf Knife nicknames that get given out on the air. Like all that stuff. I didn't know he had ownership in Liquid Death. I just it's like how how is how am I the problem? You have all these sources of income two OnlyFans accounts that bring in monthly money. Like, really, my my drop in the bucket, my 20%, like, I can live off of 20%. Like, three times that, plus all that other stuff. Like, I mean, I know the the people that, you know, are the, the grunts always feel the consequences first. But, like... I don't know. Just seems weird. Something seems off. There isn't a big team. Like that's the thing is that like he should be the grunt as well. It's the Jason Elliott show. <laughs> like, like you know, it's not like we, me and Chevy, do all the production and the the prep and like share it with you. You come in with your coffee, read it real quick. Like, all right, we're hosting. It's like you do. Like most, not most of, but you do a lot of the heavy living, living, lifting, excuse me, majority of it, in fact. So it's like, I don't know. And that, that's like another reason why, you know, I, you, know you can take the high road and it's, it's good that you do. And as a show, we definitely should. But I'm, I'm rooting for a comeuppance. I'm rooting for a little humility. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, it's fucking ridiculous to me because ultimately the way I see it is that this decision was probably made after talking to his realtor. It was like, okay, I can afford this spot in Studio City if I keep Kevin, but I can afford this one if I get rid of him. And it was, as I know it's, it sucks to say that, and it definitely sucks to hear it, but it, probably that easy, right? Or that's ultimately what was the deal break. It was like, you know, my, my life could take a 20% hit or I could cut Kevin. It's like, it's that easy? Or is well, that that's the decision? While you're speaking truth and giving out details, oh, can you explain this phone situation that he referenced as part of your firing that happened on the episode with you fixing your phone? Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, okay, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, recently I woke up, like I set my phone on one of those charging cradles for the first time in forever because with my poop socket, oh wait, no, I have my Star Wars one, but with the little, with this bing boing, 
you can't put the phone on a cradle and have it charge. So like right. as I was going to bed, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm using this cradle thing. Phone's about to die. I put it on the thingy. I fall asleep. My my f- alarm goes off at seven and seven a.m. I wake up on my own and I pick the phone up and I'm like, what the fuck is? Why won't this thing turn on? I go and I look at the the time on my oven and it's eight o'clock and I'm like, oh fuck! Like I have to. This is close to the time when I I hit the road to get over there. So. I, I go on my my laptop and use iMessage to send a message like, hey, my phone is just fucking bricked. I don't know what's going on here. Um, oh, that was the day that you text us. Yeah. From your computer. Yeah. So my phone was bricked. I texted like my mom, Carl, you guys, Ellis and them. Like, hey, here's what's going on. I This was also when Carl had just tested positive for COVID. So I tested myself, put the little droppy thingy in the liquid to see if I have COVID, ran across the street to get like, oatmeal and coffee come back saw that it was negative i didn't shower and do anything i just threw clothes on got in the got in the car and head over and for some reason my laptop for like the past month was refusing to connect to jason's wi-fi we tried all this troubleshooting nothing could get it on the network it was connecting but it was like no internet so i now have no internet at jason's place and no phone and out of nowhere in the middle of the show my it just connects so while we were talking, I, I real quick made a, uh, uh, a geek bar ap- appointment to get my phone fixed and then saw this thing that was like, if you press up, down, and hold power, that can like revive a bricked phone. And I did that, and then it starts working. I was like, oh shit, my phone's working. So Tully did make some like wise-ass comment like, oh, so that's what you're doing with Showtime. And I was like, dude took me 10 seconds like i heard every word you said i was chiming in like the fuck you doing there's always this like nanny nanny poo poo nitpick fucking oh look at how bad this guy is because look at how good i am it's just i don't know a lot of that shit was fucking infantile but like yeah i fixed my phone i'm not the one who stares at my phone all day looking at tiktok but i like how that gets brought up just, I don't know, some of this shit is fucking unreal, but anybody who's listening to the show for long enough, like, you get what I'm saying. Like, it's, it, you don't exactly have to be, you know, uh, a fucking expert profiler in the FBI to see how things function there. I think everybody knew, knew the score. Absolutely. Yeah, and like, the people that don't just, they just don't care. They're just, you know, they're going to, they're on Ellis' side mm-hmm. through thick and thin type thing. So whatever, like, I mean, I don't if, know. Like, if you can, if you're gonna try and justify me getting fired because I took ten seconds to fix my phone, yeah, all right, good luck with that one. But, oh, that's all it's pretty ridiculous. That's the impression that I got was that it was he was just trying to justify the decision instead of just mm-hmm. keeping it simple and being like it was strictly a dollars and cents decision it was all this other justification that was not necessary yeah if things are really going that bad that you need my tiny little cut of the show to survive when within three weeks there were pictures all over instagram of a huge party at a rented out giant mansion it's kind of hard to believe that, like, I, I'm the one dragging everything down. It's kind of Wait, insulting. Were you invited to the mansion? No. Jeez. No. Could it get any worse? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, they, they, they're, they're like, look, we're going to pay you for the next two months. You'll get your cut for the next two months. That's. That's noble. That is good. That's cool. They did say, like, I mean, obviously this sucks, and everybody is due their final show, so if you want to come on and say goodbye to people, you can do that, or you can tell us to go fuck ourselves, and both will be completely understa- understandable, and I was just like, I'll, I'll meet you in the middle. I'm, I politely decline. Like, I'm not going to go over... And have some awkward conversation about how, like, 
Sorry for holding you guys back. Take my money so you guys can go on. That and would be something, the, though. And the, I mean, I'm glad that they're giving you a severance package, but paying you for the next two months almost negates the we need the money. I mean... Because if things are so dire that they need the money right now, they wouldn't be giving it to you. Like, I, I don't know. Well, they yeah. also wouldn't be doing coke and hookers, but... <laughs> I don't know if they no. did go. Yeah, but nobody he did. Was, he, no did have, was, he did have five hookers, right? No, there maybe were, I just there were pictures of him with like porn stars. Oh, uh, okay. Someone was telling me that he like rented like or, or it was a five some, not hookers. My apologies. I mean, no offense to sex workers. My apologies. Yeah, and let's keep this above the belt. We're not here to fucking slander, Jeff. No, no, of course not. That was I with. I withdraw that comment and that commentary. I apologize to all parties. Jeff, are hookers mammals? Yes. They secrete milk. You got it. He's learning. Gotta be able to... Yeah. Mammals secrete milk. <laughs> do I have a Netflix review? Um, do we, are we, yeah, do you, that, huh? you watch? Do you watch some true crime docs last night? Yeah, I watched. I watched a true crime doc about the Netflix or the uh, Nissan CEO. No, I'm just kidding. I wanted to watch it though. Um, I will say, no, I, at least we get. Uh, we do get one positive out of this whole thing. At least now we get a, a new cast member in Droopy. Oh yeah! Can he? I did Shuddy. say I have Love your news. Listen, Love your news, listen. But I did make a comment to uh, Ori today that I was wondering if this means that that Droopy can help me with Shuddy Boy's fucking news on occasion. Hey, me me getting fired means Droopy's a free agent. He and I are, are fucking linked. So you guys imagine like, if Ellis owns his IP. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. <laughs> I was afraid of that anything you've done over there is not. Hey, Christian, Christian Hand took his uh, isolated music bit to FM radio. I created the whole droopy bit, but I created it on the Ella show, so it stayed on the Ella show. But you boot me, you boot droopy. Now we can start sprinkling that into the show. Look, I don't I think. I think this is going to be a good move for you. Oh, absolutely. It might, it might not seem it right now but i think uh, a lot of your trepidation in branching out and putting yourself out there was hindered or was caused a little bit about how certain things would be reacted to hmm. and now when you take that away time, like i keep saying i've said it probably three times in the last 24 hours no Probably more than that. This is at least the third time I'm saying it on this episode. It's time for us to rule the fucking world. I was going to say necessity is the mother of invention. I will say it is adorable when Shuddy Boy gets a fire lit under his ass and he starts, uh, you know. Smoking six? Spouting all this improbable stuff. But I enjoy your enthusiasm, Shuddy Boy. I think think we can. I think we can do it. We have gained, and and welcome everybody, uh, at least... 10 Patreon subscribers in the last almost hour. No, maybe not. We've definitely gained one, two, three, four, five since we started recording. No, that's kind of cool. We're going to lose like 10 when I do my uh, election coverage next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I guess this is a good point to, to, to plug that because I'm sure there are some people that aren't normal listeners that are checking this out to get a wider picture of what's going on here. And if you miss me on the show and you want to hear more shit or you never even knew that this podcast existed somehow, the Patreon we've been doing for almost five years. Next week, we're doing our 250th Patreon-exclusive podcast. Oh, my God. We need to do something special. Shuddy boy, you know what you could do? Well... Is you could get a bong. Listen, you could, I... You could poop in it. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. You could You're piss in that motherfucker. You're going to stop. I need to stop you for a second because while I was getting ready this morning, I found a bong. I, the thought I was so angry at you and myself 
because the thought did pop into my head that maybe I need to not be so. So maybe I need to hear this out a little bit more and do some research and see if there's really any danger and then see what. So look, boy, if you, I am now more on the side of the pee pee poo poo bong than I have ever been. For any new listeners, this is an ongoing saga for a while now where I've been trying to convince Shuddy Boy that he should take a shit in a bong, piss in it, and then pack the bong up with weed you and do a bong hit. Piss in a bong and it. smoke it one time for laughs, and now shit gets added to it. That is true. On episode 500, Shuddy Boy did piss into his bong and take a hit out of it. And I just tried to up the ante by adding a turd. I think it's a small addition, but in the equation of comedy, very heavy. Wow. That would deliver. I think that's a. We're already a better podcast for you th- being fired. Well done, Kevin. I think that is at least a twenty dollar a month tier situation. Well, let me let me just cut you off, Shuddy Boy, before you go any further. For anybody who's interested, 50. I'll lay out the uh, the Patreon scenario for you guys. So we have the five dollar tier that's been there since the beginning. And that was always, we do every week after the podcast, we do a mini podcast and post it there. And then when MasterChef is airing, we do Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition, which recaps every episode. And that's, that's on the $5 tier. $10 tier has all of our individual shows. Shuddy and our friend Dom from when we were teenagers do a show called What the Fuck Did I Just Watch? where they watch shitty B-movies and then do a podcast about it. You have the watch-along shows, where there's supermarket queefs, where we watched episodes of Supermarket Sweep and provided commentary over like 30 episodes or something like that. Then we switched over to Deal or No Deal. The show is called Queef or No Queef, where we... It's the same thing. We, it's a watch-along where we watch Deal or No Deal... We pick cases, we take deals, Jeff has a spreadsheet, and we compete against each other as if we are actual contestants. Jeff has between two flushes where he rants into his phone while he's taking a shit. He also has snack attack where he reviews food and limited edition snacks and other such things uh, as the snack sommelier. Let's see what else. I do Kevin's nerd hole once a week where I play a retro video game and flip the fuck out because of how hard they are. Uh, there's Dragon yeah, Ball. only fans? There's my only fans, where I dildo my ass with used plungers in public restrooms. <laughs> your cameo. There's- yeah, listen, if you're here just for Kevin and don't like Jeff or I and don't want to give us any of your money, that is understandable. But go over to Cameo to get a... You, the website is spelled with a C, but if you want a Kevin Kraft cameo, it's spelled with a K. You son of a fucking bitch. Well, but that you can uh, give money directly to Kevin there, and Jeff and I do not get a cut of that. Well, we're going to talk about that now moving forward. I mean, yeah, if now it becomes a revenue <laughs> stream, then we're going to have to figure things out. But while it's a few here and there, he can have all of it. All right, but back no. to what we offer on Patreon. There's also <laughs> Dragon Ball Queef, where I force Jeff to watch the first episode of an anime series. By the way, if you're new to the show, Jeff, sports guy, doesn't care about nerdy shit, doesn't give a fuck about anime. So it's all about getting his, oh, what the fuck is this, perspective as we watch anime, oftentimes filled with cartoon boobies and violence. Shout out to prison school. So, I mean, there's stuff I'm forgetting, too. There's all this shit on our Patreon. So if you feel like helping us out, um, you know, when I'm fucking on the ground getting kicked, it's a huge help. And I think I think you're going to be into it. If you like what I brought to the Yellow Show, if you like this show, I have a hard time seeing how you'd be bummed out by our Patreon content. Because I keep an eye on ours as well, surprise, surprise, and... Ours has done nothing but gains for the past five years. We're not losing people. Sometimes we plateau. But since day one, it's been nothing but growth. And I feel like that speaks to the content. We're putting out good shit. We're putting out a lot of it. 
And we realize, you know, especially now, how tough it is to get people to part with their money. And it, it's fucking beyond appreciated. And we want to oh make sure God. that people get their money's worth. So it's not, we're not fucking coasting here. We are grinding. The Patreon is active as fuck. So patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour if you want to check it out. Yeah, man. <sighs> do you feel better? I do a little bit. Like I said, I've I've been through worse. Wait, I, I have a really, really important question, and it's been bothering me. I didn't notice it yesterday. But why the fuck do you already have a Christmas tree out, Kevin? Because fucking Halloween's over. Jeff is looking for it. It's just... It's on the bookcase. He's got a. Oh, this is like highlights for That's children. That's what I thought I saw. Does that count, though? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't think I don't. I don't think there's needs... still the orange lights hanging up, though. Yeah, I've I've uh, it's still in the process of ushering out the Halloween shit and ushering in the the Christmas stuff. Okay, I apologize. I did ask you a question, and then I derailed it because I also have ADD. No, that was definitely worth derailing the entire show for, Shuddy Boy. Thank you. <laughs> That's exactly what people are tuning in for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got fired after all the all these years with the show, but um, please tell me about your seasonal decorations. I don't think anybody is going to be upset pivot by the aside. I don't even know what the fuck I was just about to say, but well, I asked I you if you were feeling better. If this helped getting it out, you know. Let's say, are you going to drink more? Mm. It is tempting. I mean, but no. Like a few days. Fuck it. No. I'd say this is our chance to start a network. I got my eye on the fucking... Jesus Christ, shuddy boy. Hey, you know what we should do? We should open up our own line of hotels. Let's be fucking reasonable here, shuddy. One step at a time. Let's start Pooh Fest and, and a cruise. Let's do a mad scientist party hour cruise. Kevin... If uh, you don't dream big, you're never going to get anywhere. Fair enough. Can but you share the PowerPoint being. for this stuff? Do you have like a pitch deck? Me? Fuck no. <laughs> I, I'm just, I, I'm the broad idea guy. Somebody else has to get us there. Gotcha. Just throwing deep ball, seeing if anyone get under him. I gotcha. I mean, I would be lying to you guys if I didn't say... Many times this year, it feels like my life is fucking crumbling around me. Like, I'm I'm still not... I still haven't come to terms with losing my dad. And while I'm trying to process that, I lose my grandpa, who, you know, I grew up living with. He was like my second dad. And this certainly doesn't help. But I'm nothing if not stubborn. Like, I'm going to do stand-up in an hour and a half from now. I'm fucking grinding. This isn't going to slow me down in the slightest. I'm not fucking defeated. I'm very confident. I'll come out of this other side of this in a better place than I was. You um, have a joke you're going to try and work into your set tonight regarding no. this. No. It's a bunch of... No, nobody gives a flying fuck. Which is why this is a show dedicated to getting all of this shit out now. So on Monday when we do the next episode, it's business as usual. This isn't fucking say, diverting the one, train. If there is one thing a bunch of open micers would care about, it's going to be losing your jobs. <laughs> yeah, they could. I'm sure they can relate to that. They're, they're all going to like better than perk up. And like, oh, well, this guy's speaking to me right now. Hey, one of us. <laughs> Google gobble, <laughs> Google gobble. One of this us. Guy might have what, this guy might have what it takes. <laughs> <laughs> And that does bum me out, man. Like, I was honestly excited about Jason moving to Studio City. Not just because, obviously, having a 15-minute daily commute is way better than a three-hour daily commute. But I honestly thought him being around here meant we were going to get to do stand-up together a lot more. Like, it was really fun fucking doing shows with him. And that blows, but... You know, I was talking to Dustin last night and 
Dustin's like, you know, we're going to get you through this. I'll do everything I can to get you stage time. You know, let's fucking hang out. Let's hit, let's come up with a game plan. Let's try and come up with some shit. So good man. I'm just, I'm going to hit the ground running. You know, I, I got fucking you guys in my corner. I don't I mean, want to get corny, is... but like you guys are like family to me. And 100% I know, feel the same way about you, dude. I know you guys would never fuck me over like this. And I'm pretty sure you guys know I would never pull any shit like this with you. Well, if we're going Ginger... down, we're going down on the fucking ship together. When, when Ginger asked me today if we were recording... I said, this is the first I'm hearing about it. Maybe I'm getting the Kevin treatment today. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I just sort of... <laughs> they, they need my cut, so I'm out. <laughs> when I was playing... When we were playing Fortnite last night, Jeff was like, like oh, are, so are we going to like address this? Are we going to like do a show? And I'm like, hey, if you guys got time, yeah, let's do a fucking show tomorrow. Yeah, that's... I'm always I don't down. sound like that. Yeah, you do. I don't sound like that. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Who fucking talks like that? That sounds like a Muppet. Listen, people came in here for Droopy, not Jeff Clark impersonations. Yeah, bring it, bring out Droopy for the first time. Yeah, to have Droopy break the news that Kevin's no longer on the Jason Ellis show. Oh, man. That you're going to cut that out and put it up top. Yeah, yeah put it yeah. at the beginning. <laughs> that that would have been some real fucking identity crisis shit. I don't know how the math checks out for that, but... That so would be talking funny. like the fifth person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. I've said my piece. I'm sure people are fucking sick of hearing about it already, but there's my side. And now we move forward. Do you know how awesome it's going to be when you're ahead of him in the comedy bill in a few, in a year or so? That's what you got to strive for. Is this motherfucker being your opener? Like that's that's what Jordan would do. That's what Stern would do. This is what Alphas do. This is what this is what you're going for. You're, like, you're going to open do. for me, motherfucker. Yep. This and is one when day, Kevin one stops day. being a beta and turns into an alpha. This is the the turn. I'm not point. even going to say that much, but yeah, I mean, this is this is your rally moment, dude. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps, buddy. Yeah, way ahead of you, Shuddy. I know, I know. Way ahead of you. I, I, I don't know why I said that. Like you were sitting there, you know, lamenting and needing to be consoled. But dude, I'd be drinking if I were you. I mean, it's. I mean, I was so stressed at the beginning history. of the show about yeah. Like this is. You're very calm and collected. Good for you. Look, if I wasn't doing stand up later, oh, I'd be drinking. Would uh, I would have a pint glass martini. Carl did not break up with you when you told her, right? No. So, I mean, I, I told her ahead of time. I was like, yeah, I'm getting fired. And then well, after, uh, after they left, I, I was like, yep, I'm gone. They need, they need my cut of the, of the, the Patreon to, to keep the show going, apparently. Uh, and, all right, so I'll, I'll give you a, a quick little story here before we go. So when Carl and I first started dating... You know, I I told her about my aspirations to be a writer and how I've written a bunch of screenplays and they've won some awards and stuff and done well in festivals and contests. And she was like, oh, cool. Send send me some. I'd love to read them. Sent them her way. Uh, I followed up once. Once, because I'm not in a fucking annoying nag, but I was like, hey, do you ever get a chance to, to peek at those screenplays? Oh, no, not yet. So I let it go. And around the time when I was about to start doing stand-up and I was like, look, Please just let me get the bombing and bullshit out of my system before you come see me. Like, I don't want you to be there on my first night. It'll be really embarrassing if I bomb, and I'd rather just... It's going to make me even more nervous knowing you're in the audience. So just let me let me find my footing and then start coming to my shows. And she seemed a little butthurt by that. And then we were watching Seinfeld one night, and it was the episode where a girl is dumping Jerry in his car, and he's like... I don't get it. Just tell me why. Why are you leaving? She's like, honestly, I caught your act. Wasn't a fan. And I was like, ah, see, that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried you're going to see me fucking eat shit and you will lose respect for me and dump me. She's like, you're crazy. You're crazy. But then she dropped this nugget. She was like, I will be honest though. That's why I haven't read any of your screenplays yet. 
She's like, if I read your stuff and it's just God awful, that'll be hard to shake off. And I was like, you know what? I can see, I can see that. Like, it is kind of embarrassing when someone's like, hey, read my stuff. And then you check it out and you're like, oh, 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 oh fuck. What or are you doing? To my show or, yeah. Why, why would you share this with me? Holy shit. But last night, she started reading my stuff. And she sent me a text and she was like, holy shit, I've been reading your screenplays. I now have zero worries whatsoever for you. She's like, I know for a fact you're going to be fine. What, hey, what thank God. I thought the end of the story was her not still not reading it. I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know if we should. I don't think we should export this part of the file. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could you do like, like a quick little cut where nobody will see the edit? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it just goes right into, well, from Los Angeles, California, mess. <laughs> now she full blown right. read my shit and was like, she's like, you're good. Yeah. What did you this, send her? Iron Long? I sent her... She hasn't even gotten to like the really good ones yet. She, she the, the, the newest one that I've been working on, I sent her like the first 20 pages a while ago, which I forgot I even did. And she was like, she was like wow, that was... That's the, like the, the PG-13 one that I'm trying to write. That's loosely based on when my mom started dating that jerk-off religious guy when me and my sister were young. So I, I just... I was like... Just let me know if I'm on the right track. Read this and see if it does anything for you. And she she loved that. She thought it was adorable and funny. And then when she finished it, she started reading Zombie Beach Party, and she was really into that. And Zombie Beach Party is kind of just the fun one I wrote for me. You know? I know that one's probably the toughest sell out of everything, but hopefully when she finishes that, I can be like, all right, now here are the ones that are really winning me awards and, and competitions and shit. So yeah, I got that. Who knows? Maybe after all these years, something will finally hit with that shit. Or it'll be something else. Either way, I'm landing on my fucking feet. Yeah, you are. This isn't over. I'm not going anywhere. MSPH goes on. And uh, that's where where we'll leave you. I'm getting bored of myself. That's how I know when it's time to wrap up. (laughs) Fucking flapping my stupid cocksucker in circles over here. But thank you, guys. Thank of course, you. dude. Thank you, Shuddy. Thank you, Jeff. No problem, homie. Thank you to the Puminati. I know you guys have always had my back. We're fucking powering through. Ooh, we got this. Oh, motherfucker, we got this. <laughs> Fuck yeah, can you feel the power in my fist? Sorry, got a little into uh, Patreon intro land there. I was confused for a second. Yes. You can oh, God. subscribe for $5 and 10 Oh, God. Do I have to do the news right now? I'm scrambling. <laughs> I don't have anything prepared. <laughs> but, yeah, we will leave you with that plug once again. Uh, Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. You can throw us your pity bucks if you want. But if that's, if that's your, your, your motivation, at least sample some of the stuff. Because I know you're going to like it. And those pity bucks will turn into, hey, I'm getting something out of this bucks. Yeah, a transaction. Exactly. Yeah, we're not here to fucking rip anybody off. Oh, make no. sure you get your money's worth every month. And then some, I think. And if you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, it's youtube.com slash mad scientist party hour. You can also follow us on Instagram at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffrey Records. And at MSPH Podcast, we post in uh, updates, links, photoshops from Bill Jackson, who just hits us with a never-ending onslaught of just fucking impeccable I didn't see one fake photoshops. Uh-oh. We do we lose oh, no. Bill Jackson? <laughs> you know, usually it's day after. We don't usually talk Uh-oh. day after. We lost Bill Jackson. Since I critiqued his Mallrats one last week. Well, that's just because you always like, it's always three people with our faces photoshopped onto them. And anytime Shuddy Boy is not the most flattering person represented in the photo. Uh, you know what? 
I think it would make a lot more sense if Jeff was uh, photoshopped under the fat guy and I'm the handsome one. Yeah. Bill Jackson just caves to fucking Shuddy's ego every time. Yep. All right, everybody. All Thank you for listening to the bonus episode. I appreciate the support. Thank you for all the kind words. Now we move forward. We'll see you guys next week. But until next time, something.